Okay, Bus Bench Babes, I have Leah Arklin on the show today. She is a mama to a soon-to-be kindergartner, a dog mama to the cutest little Frenchie Oscar, a lover of all things fitness and sweets. I seriously need this woman's chocolate chip cookie recipe, for real, and the newest agent on our team, the BPR Experience. Leah is like a warm hug when you meet her, and I just know you're going to love her as much as we all do. Welcome to the podcast, Leah. I'm so excited you're here. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Welcome to the podcast, Leah. I am so excited you're here. Ah, thanks so much for having me. This is so fun. So this is actually the first time I've ever been on a podcast. Really? Yes. Uh, so, I feel honored. So hopefully there's a blooper reel. Um, <laughs> but I have listened to every episode of the Bus Bench Babe so far and have been loving it. So it's really um, kind of you to invite me to be on it today. I'm so happy to hear that. I'm just so excited to have you. So we have so much to talk about. So yes. let's start with, can you introduce yourself? Tell everyone a little bit about you. Sure. Yeah. So my name is Leah Arklin and I am a realtor here in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. Um, I'm also one of the real estate agents on Best Team, so the BPR experience. And I am the greenest of the agents on the team, uh, with just having getting my license less than a year ago. Um, like you mentioned too before, I also am a wife, a mama, a dog mom, um, and all of those things. So we could probably go on a lot about that, but I will for sure get you the chocolate chip cookie recipe after this. Maybe podcast. we can put it in the show notes when everyone else goes on your Instagram and sees how amazing <laughs> your cookies look. And they're like, wait, we need that recipe too. Okay. Okay. Note to self. Note to self. Yeah. All right. Well, so Leah and I know each other, like she had mentioned, because we're both on the BPR Experience team. Uh, and she, like she said, she's the newest agent on there. And I really wanted to have her on the show because she has gone from, uh, she's lived like mom life. You know, she's been through that, all the struggles there. Like she's married. She has gone from a full-time career to adding on part-time agent to then moving to full-time time agent in what, nine months, Leah? Yeah. About um, nine months? Yep. Okay. And she actually took the leap so like when we talk about like when do you know it's time to go on your own or like how do you take that leap when like you're a mom you have like these responsibilities in life like you have all these things and how do you know like when you can actually do it so she's actually done it and I just I think her story is really powerful so I'm really excited for you all to hear it oh thank you yeah yeah so okay let's start with Leah so you've been in the trenches of motherhood which we, we both know what that's I know what that's like now right uh you have a five-year-old and I have a two and a half year old so uh and you you've basically been through like 
what happens to like career, what happens to mm-hmm. like marriage and life and mm-hmm. relationships. And I would really love to kind of chat like a little bit of history there so people can really get to know you and sort of like, I guess, where you started to kind of where you're on where you are now. Yeah. So yeah, how much time do we have? Um, <laughs> we have as much time as okay. you like. <laughs> yeah. So motherhood and marriage. Um, yeah. So I always try to shed a little bit of light on how parenthood affects your marriage, just because I don't think people talk about this at all, or you know, or enough. Yeah. Um, and becoming parents is such a huge shift in that dynamic of the relationship. So it's really un- inevitable that that would change. Um, and just figuring out how to be a family unit, and figuring out how to be a parent, um, and just being in the trenches, like you said, with figuring out your newborn and also just, you know, maybe mourning even a little bit of that identity that you maybe had pre-parenthood. Oh, yes. So true. Yeah. So, so, I mean, it's definitely a journey. And I think it took Andy and I some time to really figure out, to figure that out and to figure, you know, to get in our groove. And that was probably for us due to our childcare situation. So our situation you know, is completely unique and different to, you know, other people's situation. But for us, we didn't have childcare at the time. Um, and I had Isla at home until she was 18 months. Mm. And that was a choice that we had made. And the only reason why we were really able to make that work was because my job at the time was full-time remote. And then Andy's job was having him work overnights. Wow. Yeah, so between the two of our schedules, we were kind of able to, you know, take team parenthood and all of those duties and you know looking back at it now there was there was an out you know there was a way for us to have childcare. we just didn't do that and um, I think for me I just wasn't really ready for that and looking back at it you know I am really grateful that I had that time though so even as difficult as it was for us as um, you know a married couple and just doing that transition with becoming parents, I'll never, you know, get that time back. So yeah. I was able to nurse Isla. We nursed um, for a full year and having her at home with me until she was 18 months was just really, really special. So as difficult as that was, you know, it all worked out as as it should. So, you know, we're stronger for, for that now. Um you already have like tears in my eyes, Leah. Oh, God. Like, I feel I'm a little bit like you're, you know, you're a couple years out now where yeah. I'm sort of just a little yeah. bit out. And I feel like we're finally, Ryan and I are finally feeling a little bit of like, I guess our cadence is finally getting yes. there. And it took so much longer than I thought it would. Oh, yeah. And like also, like, it's hard. Like, those early that first year and a half like you're talking about it's hard but also wouldn't have traded it for anything totally yeah like yeah other options but like I I followed like my intuition my mama intuition and I went with what I felt was right at the time so I love that that's so great and same you know at the time that was right for us it was right for us to have her home with us um and and it it all worked out you know Mm -hmm. and like I said I wouldn't trade it for anything but you know, becoming a parent and just parenthood in general, it is so gratifying, but it's, it's tough, right? It's so, tough. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, tough. it's something, um, you and know, constantly evolving too, right? constantly changing, which I know. is incredible. Yeah. Something I didn't anticipate, I don't think as much as how much it constantly changed. Like, I think I have sleep figured out. Oh, no, yeah. I don't. No, you you know, don't. know, just like little things like that. <laughs> no, I still don't. Are you kidding me? But 
Yeah. Yes, I hear you. I you had kind of asked about how it affects our how it affected our marriage personally, and for us, you know, honestly, I think the turning point for Andy and I was when I really started to prioritize my own self care. Mm. I think I went so long without that, and Andy was basically begging me, you know, over and over, "Can you take some time for yourself?" And I just I wouldn't. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, what it is, you know, in our conditioning maybe that we have been taught to not take that time and well, not the mom prioritize. guilt that comes with it. Oh yes, it was the it's, it's so the guilt. Much guilt. You yes. feel so much guilt. It yes. Was, it was the guilt. I just felt this deep, deep guilt for spending any time away from my family, you know? And so I think I eventually got over it because I was just so tired. You know, my energy level was so low. I was so exhausted that I knew I needed to make a change. Mm-hmm. And for me it, it was starting out by you know, feeling okay by not taking any time from my, you know, parenthood duties or, you know, being a partner by doing it when um, Andy and Isla were sleeping. So for me, self-care really came in the form of running. You know, you had talked about, you know, my little exercise kick, but really that was something super new to me. I am, was a completely sedentary person up until, you know, about three years ago. Oh, wow. Um, and the reason why I did that was I took, you know, the half an hour or whatever to go to a gym when it was dark out and to teach myself how to run because I knew that that was going to help me in the long run. Um, and it was something that I just kind of got addicted to. And from there, you know, it, it really has trickled into other areas of my life where I was running. It just started out small, you know, training for a race. So it was like a 10-mile race that was on my birthday. And then I went to a half marathon and then to a full marathon. And from there, it was just learning to really prioritize myself and trust myself and not break promises to myself, you know, Mm -hmm. and having that discipline that I have, you know, had now for the last couple of years is going to trickle into other areas of my life, you know, and will inevitably help my real estate business, you know, being to make that, you know, prioritize that schedule and um, to just really trust that I will not break promises to myself. You know, I'm going to make it work. I love that you call it like promises to yourself because it is so easy to set it aside and it is so hard and something that I actively am like working on right now is like prioritizing little things and like self-care and what that looks like for me. And Mm -hmm. it is hard, like recognizing it's really hard and you like, who has the time? Well, you like have to make it. So like promises to yourself. I love that. I'm going to write that down and like repeat that. That's so good. Yeah. And truly, I think once I started taking that time for myself, that made me a better parent, you know, that made me a better wife. Like I was finally able to fill from a full cup rather than trying to fill from that empty cup. It just, you know, wasn't working. Yeah. And so, but it it took me a really long time to get to that point and to get over that guilt. And still every day, you know, I feel that guilt, but it's just making those deliberate choices every single day because you know you'll be better for it you know in the long run so like when it creeps up for you is there anything in particular that you do to kind of quiet that voice down that guilt voice oh my gosh great question christy (laughs) you know i just try to remember that this is important to me and that if i if i do take that time i will be better so trying to think of it holistically um i think helps me and then also just like 
you know, I have Andy there saying, Hey, can you go for a run? Like you're like, you know, he knows I need it just as much as, um, that I need it. You know, so sometimes that's helpful to have other people there that are kind of cheering you along. Your support system. Definitely. So what made you decide that you wanted to go into real estate and, and start part-time? Yeah. Great question. Um, so real estate, I feel like was something that, you know, was always in the back of my mind. It just seemed to kind of habitually pop up as something that I could pursue and potentially be interested in. And eventually I just decided, okay, I need to actually explore those thoughts and these feelings and kind of see what, what, why, why this keeps coming up. Um, so back in the day, I started by taking calls with realtors in the area, Beth included, um, and I even read a whole book about the real estate industry and really just was trying to gain as much knowledge as I could about the industry before doing anything. I'm just I'm a pretty deliberate person and like to kind of gather all of my facts before making any decision or jumping into something. And so eventually, after I had gathered all that information and spent time, you know, deliberating, I decided it was something that could be, you know, a viable career for me and something that I, I wanted to give a shot and I felt like at that point, you know, I was working a full-time job. I felt like it was something that I owed it to myself to really explore what other potential opportunities there could be um, because everything seemed to really align. So real estate seemed to be a way that I could marry, you know, my nine to five, the tasks I was doing for that with other tasks and skills and things I like to do, other interests. So really it's thinking about, you know, the soft skills of building and fostering relationships and helping people and, you know, the and learning new things every day. But also, like I said, my nine to five was a lot of these really tactical um, and detail oriented things. So that, you know, would translate to writing contracts or um, analyzing comps and data and things like that. So real estate just seemed to be a way to marry it all together Um and that I just needed to give it a shot. So I, when I decided to get educated, I did that pretty quickly and then um, just kind of went from there. So how do you, there are so many newer agents, right? Mm-hmm. Or agents that are juggling, balancing, however you want to call it, the nine to five and, you know, part-time, you know, real estate world. How do you manage, like, how did you balance that, like, family, real estate, your full-time job? Like, how did you manage to find balance in that? Yeah, so it was a, it was a lot. And honestly, um, I think for me, I was really fortunate enough to have a strong support system. So for our family, you know, they're every, you know, just in, in any family, everything is just a different season. So there have been seasons where I've been chasing down something and there have also been seasons where Andy's been chasing down something. Um, and that's just kind of the reality of being dual working parents, I think. And for me and for my family at the time when I was looking to get educated, it was it was a good time for our family. It was okay for me to maybe step back from some of my roles um, and responsibilities in parenthood because I could lean on Andy more heavily at that time. And so having that already kind of set up for me was really key in into me making that decision to chase something else down at the time. But yeah, I couldn't have done it without without a support system. It's actually really, so we'll get a little woo-woo here, Leah. 
Like you basically, the, the universe is kind of aligned for you. Yeah. The timing was right. Totally. And you, and you took the signs and you, you, you went with them. Yeah. You followed them. That's yeah. awesome. Thanks. So you worked full-time and full-time job, part-time real estate agent. So why, a question I think I have for you, and I think a lot of people will have for you is, why did you choose a team over a solo agent and why the BPR experience? Yeah, um, great question. So I kind of grappled with that question for a long time, actually. And so, you know, I did the education piece really quickly, and then I just kind of got caught there. So I didn't really have any direction. You know, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And like I said earlier, I deliberate a long time about things. So I really want to make sure that I'm making the right decision. And this was a really big decision for me. So yeah, team or go on my own. And I just kind of sat there after getting licensed for probably a few months and I didn't have a clear vision. I wasn't really sure. And I was still trying to interview with other teams and learn about the team dynamic and what that would look like and if that was the best fit for me or if, you know, being by myself would be something that would be, you know, a long-term goal and what I should be working towards. And so I was really lucky because at that time, Beth was already building out her personal brand. So the BPR, um, the BPR experience, her brand had already been launched and I was part of, you know, I was seeing what Beth was doing. So I watched her put out her email campaigns. I was watching her build out her brand and um, making those connections. And then at that time, I was also really fortunate because I just, you know, caught wind that Beth was starting her own team, the BPR experience. And it all sort of just aligned where at that point, you know, I had made that decision too, that I actually wanted to be on a team as well. And I think I was just so sold on on Beth's team because like I said, she was already doing the things that I knew that I wanted to do as well with creating online communities and um, just really nurturing relationships with that really high touch, you know, client experience. I already knew that that's how I wanted to serve my clients as well. So when Beth launched her team, it was just kind of a natural, a natural choice. I love that. I love that so much. And, and I love that basically that's when Beth and I started working together, yeah. you know, with, with that. And you saw, you saw that and it really resonated with you. So that's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So you're full, you're full time at your other job and before you j- jumped into full-time to real estate and you decided for any reasons you'd like to talk about, feel free, uh, to leave. And so many people are in a nine to five job and for various reasons can't leave a lot of it financial, mm-hmm. um, but not all. And you kind of get stuck. So what is it or what is the thing that made you finally or things finally decide to take that leap and really leave and really jump in full time? Yeah, great question. Um, I grappled with that for a long time too, Christy. So I actually had read a quote the other day that really resonated with me and it, it relates to this. And it was something along the lines of, it's amazing how so many people will get up tomorrow and go to a job that they hate, yet do absolutely nothing mm-hmm. to try to change their circumstances, right? Yeah. So I think that that really is kind of where I was at with my situation. And I knew that I was consciously making the decision to drive myself to my office every single day 
for my nine to five, you know, basically in exchange for my direct deposit, right? Yeah. So, but that's all I've ever known, you know, and that's what I was taught to um, really prioritize, you know, that sort of stability. And so I think, you know, that's totally fine if that's what you want to do. And for so many years, I did do that, you know, and that was fine for my family at the time. Like I said, we have been chasing down different things, Andy and I, at different points of our lives. So for so many years, that really did serve me and and my family. And I was fine with that. But I was just to the point, you know, that I knew I wanted something else and I knew that there were potentially other ways that I could create a living and still find gratification, you know, and it didn't have to come necessarily from the nine to five. Um, I think so much of it was just fear. You know, I the reason probably why I hung on to it for so long, my nine to five, you know, it's, it's making that jump is such a big decision. And like you said, too, you know, there's that financial piece of it as as well. And so a lot of my fear was coming from that. So for me, you know, having that support system in terms of the finances um, and having that lined up and having a plan for that was a huge factor. But then also besides that support and um, feeling stable there. It's just, it's so much mindset. So that mm-hmm. fear piece, um, having the mindset that you can do it. Um, and and truly, like, I think if I, I have read so many books on mindset, like truly, like so many books. There's so many. Right? I have, <laughs> I have them all. Yeah. And so, but at the end of the day, it's kind of like, okay, I could read book after book after book. But if I'm not actually going to do something about it, like what, good is that you know it Mm -hmm. it really I had to make a decision to finally do something instead of just reading and learning and thinking I had to actually make the choice and so for me you know I'm realizing that yeah of course it's it's super scary doing this like I'm still scared but I am moving forward I'm going to try to make this work like you know even though I'm battling with this every day I think the alternative is just to be you know potentially live with regret you know and I think that that is even scarier to me than maybe actually doing it so that's kind of where I'm at now but I can report back to you in a little bit (laughs) (laughs) so when you chat about fear and being like scared and mindset what are there things that you do when that creeps in? Yeah, um, I think for me, and and like this, I'm still obviously a work in progress. So we all are, Leah. If anyone right. tells you they're not, they're lying. Right, right. Like so it's not even true. Still learning the best ways that I can battle that. But um, I will. I, I meditate. I took up meditation probably I don't know less than a year ago. Um, on just like super easy on my Peloton app, like no, like it's not a huge commitment and anyone can do it. So doing things like that, um, I think a big part of it is who you surround yourself with, you know? Mm -hmm. So like calling upon people in your network who uh, believe in you, you know, and the people that I am surrounding myself with, like us, you know, the BPR experience, my family members, my husband, like truly believe in me, like more than I even believe in myself. So like that is such a huge part of my mindset. I'm crying again now, Leah. Like, like. <laughs> but, but for real, like or truly, yeah. like I 
you guys have more confidence in me than I do in myself. And so that is going to only lift me up and propel me towards where I need to go, right? So I think being smart about that and you know, I have a lot of other work to do, but like I, I would be, I'm open to doing like mantras and things like that, you know, trying that out, um, trying to get back on my gratitude journaling and coming from a place of gratitude. And, um, you know, I think all of that stuff, like even the fitness thing is so much mindset, you know, it's showing up every day, like, Hey, you know, I can do this. Like, it starts out with running one mile and then it turns into running three miles and then to 20. You know, it's 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 such a mind thing. And to be able to prove it to yourself that you can do it as something as silly as running, like it just really has lifted me up in so many ways. So as silly as it as that sounds, like that has really propelled me forward in other facets of my life. You know, I love that. And that came in before mm-hmm. it came in before real estate, oh, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah. So when you when you chatted about that support system, like you literally can't fall if you have support underneath you. Right. right. Like it's it's impossible. So when you talk about that and the people that you're surrounded by, we've chatted about this in the podcast a few times and like your community and the, those around you are crucial. And if that doesn't look or feel good to you, like it's time to change it. Mm-hmm. And I love that you brought up that you really like that's a really big piece for you, that support system. And that is maybe what sets you apart from someone that's stuck, right? Possibly in in making change or moving forward, that sort of thing. So I have another question for you that sort of aligns with mindset is what is your, Beth and I call it your big why? Like what is your big why or like why are you doing this? And obviously money is always there, right? And maybe that is it, but what is that one driving force for you to be like a successful agent? Yes, so for me, you know, hands down my family, right? Mm-hmm. So Andy and Isla, like they have always been my biggest why, you know, and, and kind of talking about what we were just touched on before, it's also for myself, you know? So I want to do work that is fulfilling and gratifying and giving back to the world, you know? And I, and I do think that real estate can be that for me. Like I'm moving towards this, you know? And in regards to my family, I think that I also came to the realization at, at one point that I need to show Isla, you know, what, other opportunities there could be it doesn't have to be creating a living through a nine-to-five you know it doesn't that's not the only way that you can live your life and I think I just realized that I need to really set an example for her and show her you know what we can do and so that's always just been my biggest why at the end of the day is thinking of Andy and Isla and making them proud you know I love that you are you want to show the example for Isla yeah. for it to be different. That's what I my my big why too oh. for Kaya and empowering her to know that as a woman and in in business or whatever she chooses, she really can do anything. And you you can create that path. And this like buzz buzzword of, you know, life by design is you really can do it. Yes. So yeah, it's possible. And I wasn't raised, you know, to to necessarily follow that path either. So Huh. Okay. So let's go back to full time now. And what does that look like for you? Like, what does your everyday look like? 
Um, yeah. So how am I structuring my days? Yeah. yeah. So not well. Um, <laughs> I think summer has really kind of thrown a wrench in that. So when I was transitioning to full time, it was also when summer was rolling and around. COVID was mellowing out. Yes. Like vaccines were coming out. Yes. So just like a really exciting time to <laughs> yeah. be you know, doing all the things. So that doesn't... be a Minnesota summer. <laughs> so if you're listening from a warm weather state, this is yes. not going to apply the same. Minnesota summer after the pandemic, like isolation in your house in the cold, cold winter. Like this was like, woo! <laughs> Y'all came out and <laughs> yeah, living our lives. Yes. Yes. That's a nice way of putting it. So <laughs> we, I just, you know, we as family and myself, I've just have been living my best life. Um, but also, yeah, trying to build my business out at the same time, right? So I think uh, for me as a mom, I have always really known, um, you know, that it's imperative for me to get up before everyone else in my family does. And so I'm not doing the best job of that right now and, you know, in all honesty. So just trying to give myself a little grace there. But ideally, I would like to move to a point where I'm back in that sort of routine and able to utilize that time in the morning because those are really critical hours for me. Um, So TBD on building better routines, (laughs) but I'm trying to work on that and get better with calendaring and whatnot because I know, you know, truly if it's not in my schedule, then it doesn't exist. Okay. Yeah. 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 But also rest. Rest is important. So if your body's like, Leah, you need to sleep. Yes. Some side sidebar here. We view rest so much as laziness. And the reality is we just are, we're still in a pandemic. You know, we're getting to the end of the pandemic. You you just, you move full time. There's a lot going on. You just might need some rest. Yes. So grace. Oh, thank grace. you. Yeah. yeah. It's not laziness. I mean, it can get to a point where it's lazy. If it's, you know, you're not going to go there, Leah. But um, it's, we need it. Yes. We need that space sometimes. And that brings in the creativity and brings in the flow that we need, the energy that we need to kind of start. So totally. Yeah. So trying to just find, find that, you know, so and feel good about that. And I do require quite a bit of sleep. Yeah. And different seasons. <laughs> we need different things. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I, I require sleep too. Just <laughs> Just waiting for it. It's coming, right, Leah? It's I need coming. eight plus hours. Oh, Leah, how do I get that? How do I get that? Eight, eight hours <laughs> to function. Send, send them my way. <laughs> so structure's a little loose, but you're wor- you're, you're working on I'm it. I'm working on right? it. It's summer, yeah. What would you kind of like see as your ideal day? Oh, man. So I guess waking up early. So waking up early before anyone else is up, using that time to either meditate, do my gratitude journal, ideally go for a run. You know, I I really prefer running early in the morning when it's quiet outside mm-hmm. um, and when it's cool. Peaceful. But that yeah. isn't always the case. And so right now in the season of life, um, Andy actually works pretty early in the morning. So I've been moving my running time to later in the day. So, but in the ideal world, you know, then I would, I would do that. Then I would drink a lot of coffee. Yeah, coffee. Get (laughs) coin on my day. Um, And then a lot of that time I would love to spend just connecting with people. So either clients, um, meeting them out to show them a house, like there's nothing better than being able to go show house to, you know, one of my friends. I love doing that. So I think filling my days with that sort of work would be ideal. And then also just being available for my family as well. You know, I'm going to have a kindergartner soon and being able to do pickup, you know, that's a huge win for me. You know, at a nine to five, I would not be able to do that. And now 
I'll be able to do that. That's amazing. I'm sure if you look back on like when Isla was a year to now. Oh, yeah. Could you have even guessed where you would be? Oh, no. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? (laughs) It's incredible when you just allow, when you allow life to, to just do its thing and you also show up for it. Yeah. So cool. Okay. So what's the most, what do you think the most challenging thing is for you right now? But also what is the most fulfilling thing being in this full-time role in real estate right now? Yeah. So speaking of my lack of routines, I would say, yeah. So the routine part um, and and managing my schedule a little bit is probably the most challenging in all honesty at this point. Um, It's just a different transition from going to a nine to five Mm -hmm. and always, you know, having just having your time filled kind of for you. Um, So I think getting back to that uh, and having more ownership of that and trying to calendar better um, and blocking my time, I think will be something that I need to continue working on. Um, but definitely the most rewarding thing I would say at this point is just working with my clients, you know, like the people I'm working with right now are truly my fam- like my family and friends. And so being able to spend time with them after this past year of not seeing my friend's family, like what a, what a treat, you know, and, and to be able to help them with such a pivotal thing, uh, such a large part of their life, like buying a house is such a huge financial investment. Yeah. It's yeah. like, wow, it's a really big deal. And so I just feel honored to be able to be part of that, you know, part of that experience and part of that journey. And to see them happy at the end of the day, you know, when I put someone in a house, like, wow, that is like seriously so rewarding and I just can't believe that that can be my job you know that this is the work that I get to do like wow you're doing it you look so joyful right now too I wish everyone could see you that's so sweet I think one of the really special things about our team is that everyone appears to be truly loving what they're doing and serving the clients and it's really cool like I never hear about someone complaining about going to meet with a client or like a home for sale. I mean, yeah, like stuff happens, right? Like stuff happens in this real estate (laughs) world. But everyone seems really joyful when it comes to working with our clients. And I love that. I love that so much. Like you just like totally sparked up in your eyes with that. It was so cool. So where do you see yourself in five years? This is a really dumb (laughs) question, but I also think it's a really cool question for you to look back on maybe in five years and think about. Yeah. So in five years, um, so like doing my deals from the golf course, right? No, I'm <laughs> I hope so. You have to go on her Instagram and check out her stories. They, it's, it's too good. It's okay. Too good. Well, I'm not, I'm, I'm more of a golf dabbler, but it's so fun. But, um, I guess in five years, in five years, I, you know, am hoping to be successful at this. You know, I imagine in five years that I'll be deep in the work you know I will have been more established and and have more confidence by then um and just really connected to my community you know I think in the coming years I'll be able to do that and eventually ideally you know I would be in a position where I can really give back so like right now the position I'm in right now I want to be able to pay that all back to someone who is in my shoes at at this point you know and just thinking of the support that I've received from the team you know completely unconditional and I want to be able to do that for someone else so I think in five years that's really my hope you know I hope to be I hope to be there I love it so much what a cool goal I love that 
We're going to wrap this up a little bit here, Leah. And I know there are a lot of other agents or small business owners like really scared to kind of take that leap and go full time into something. And so what are three things you would tell someone wanting to do the same? Yeah, so we talked about this a little bit before, but I would definitely say finding your support system. Right. So finding your people and setting yourself up for success by who you surround yourself with and having other people as resources. So I think that's going to be really, really important. Um, and then also in terms of support, like we mentioned a little bit before, too, is setting yourself up financially to feel supported in that way so you can feel OK about making this leap. Um, so that's one. And then I think another really important thing is just betting on yourself you know so much of this work is mindset and making that leap it's so much mindset over matter so whatever it is that you need to do you know we talked a little bit about gratitude journaling and mantras listening to podcasts reading books whatever so just getting yourself um to the point where you're not fighting yourself anymore, right? You're instead you're you're betting on yourself, you're believing in yourself, you're trusting that you can do it. Um, so I think if you can make that part of your daily routine somehow, like that would be really really helpful. Um, and then I think lastly, my my last piece of advice would be just to start, right? So just start, do something, right? So. And I am, like I said, I'm the queen of deliberation. Like I could just sit there and hem and ha like over Like analysis, things. paralysis, yes. right? Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> you know, and I think we sit there for so long in that position, or at least that's what I did. And just thinking about just doing it, you know, and, and the work and the learning is in the doing. And if you just start, you know, rather than waiting for everything to be perfect and this has to be aligned and yada, yada, like that is, it's never going to come, right? So like, <laughs> you just, right. like, you just have to do it. And I think with that, you know, and, and all the mindset work we've been talking about is just realizing that even if you fail or something doesn't work out or whatever, like that is just growth, right? So yes. learning to view that you know failure or whatever as growth and and getting really uncomfortable with that you know Mm -hmm. or getting comfortable with being uncomfortable excuse me um I think would be my other 3b yeah 3b yeah 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 I love it oh gosh Leah thank you so so much for being here this was wonderful I learned stuff about you I didn't know so that's really cool (laughs) um and I'm gonna wait for that chocolate chip cookie recipe to hit my (laughs) inbox today okay Uh, (laughs) okay so where can everyone find you if they want to connect because I know they're gonna want to oh that's sweet so yeah so on Instagram you can find me at Leah Arklin just first name last name l-e-a-h-a-r-k-e-l-i-n Otherwise, you can shoot me a text message if you have my number um, or send me an email. Really, I would be thrilled to reach out to anyone. So always open for a coffee, a golf day, to run. Yes. We still need to set up a play date with the (laughs) girls. Play date. Yeah, play date too. Or doggy play date. Really, anything. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much, Leah, for being here. This was so great. Oh, thanks. Um, And definitely connect with her. And I hope that you found this show inspiring and hearing about another woman doing this uh, is inspiring to me. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And until next time, remember to keep your face off a bus bench and keep celebrating the badass boss babe that you are.
Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl, Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.